tell you one thing, if another green man pops out of me, I'm shooting first and asking questions later. They're coming to get you, Barbara. You are on the verge of destroying the entire universe. You're listening to Creeps in the Night with Sam and Logan. <laughs> Welcome everyone, it's episode 8 of Creeps in the Night. Sit back, relax, and stuff yourself with your favorite junk food. I'm Logan Martin. I'm Sam Baxter. How you doing, man? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Still alive, still alive. Right. I can't complain. That's good, man. Being alive is good. So I could complain, but nobody would listen. <laughs> nobody gives a shit if you complain about being alive. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. You know, that's the way it is now. Nobody really cares. They just want you to say you're okay, you know, even when you're not. You know what you should do, how people would care, is you should make a fucking TikTok video. Then people would listen to you. <laughs> then everybody would yeah. be like, oh, shit, I care. I know. Oh, my I God, care. he needs help. When he told me, when he called me and he told me he needed help, I didn't believe him. But if he put it on TikTok, it must be true. It, it's got to be. It's got to be the things that's happening. Yeah. Now. Fucking. I, do, uh, do you have TikTok? I don't have it. I don't. I, I know all the, the young kids do. and the, uh, I, I downloaded it on my phone once. Mm-hmm. And... I, I like I watched it, but it, it just becomes just like this, uh, this dark, deep hole you just sink yourself into because you like watch one and, and then the next one and the next one, and you end up you sitting there like three hours later and you haven't done anything. Oh, really? Yeah, like because it's just like you know, quick little videos, right? Mm-hmm. And you're just like, and as soon as you start watching big booty girls dancing, mm-hmm. they'll send you another one will show up, another one will show up, and. Three hours later, you've been watching infinite numbers of booty girls dancing around. All, all different girls? It's like three hours? It's just different? Yeah. yeah it might not yeah, be so bad. <laughs> just, just, <laughs> so I had, I had to take it off my phone because I was I would suck all my time into just watching it. So gotcha. it's like, I'm not going to do this. It's bad enough I watch so, so much YouTube. Yeah, I know. I don't. Um, but at least with YouTube, like it, it's, it'd be like interesting videos. You know? Yeah. It'd be like almost like a kind of documentary style stuff or. Or something I would learn from it, but like, so it almost seems like with TikTok, like the algorithm like puts everything like what you might like and anything that's similar to that, which will keep your interest no matter what it is, like scary or, you know, creepy or, uh, disturbing, and it just keeps going, mm-hmm. right? Is that what it does? It just keeps playing yeah. right after the other. Oh yeah, that's basically without all the al- al- algorithms do. But yeah, but I'm the, yeah. but like with it's just, with YouTube, you can like not do autoplay, right? Can you can you turn off autoplay on TikTok? Uh, I don't know, cause I like I said, I didn't really get too much into it. I just noticed that like I would do a video and I flip, you'd flip up and you there was another video just like it. So it's just really good because the videos are so. I mean, they're usually pretty short, uh-huh. so you just you know you don't realize how much time you're wasting. Gotcha. Because you're going from one to the next. Gotcha. I think with YouTube, I don't have autoplay on, so like if I'm watching it and, it, and it's done, it'll stop. I'm like, you know what? I don't see anything on the side. You know, the ones that are recommended, I don't see anything I really want to watch, so I'll just I'll just close it out. Well, look, I usually have the people that I like to watch, you mm-hmm. know, the, the, the people I'm subscribed to. Yeah. You know, and then I'll just go to my subscribed and I'll just watch the main videos that I usually watch. Mm-hmm. But I usually don't, you know, follow the algorithm or anything. I think the I think the reason, like, it's like I was, you know, because me, I'm into a lot of tech. And, like, what was one of the TikToks, like, one of the top five that they're saying not to have installed on your phone. Right. Everyone's all worried about the, you know, virus being, you know, tracking you and shit. <laughs> but, these, these yeah. fancy little smartphones are tracking you even better. They don't need to put a fucking virus, you know, a fake virus into you that'll track you. I mean, you do, everyone's doing it well enough on their phones. You know, they're inserting what they like. You know, their their searches and everything are yeah, providing them with whatever they need. Them what you want, yeah. So, I don't know. I just 
I don't get, I don't need to give him something else to chuck on me. I mean, I already have enough. <laughs> they already know too much about you. I don't, they know more about me than I do. Fuck. They know my bowel movements. They send you emails to tell you to stop. I know. Can you stop? Uh, stop uh, telling us what you want because uh, we just we just don't want to deal with. I you know. <laughs> I know it's weird. I, like by 10 a.m. they're saying, "Hey, you haven't taken your shit yet. Go take one." I'm like, "Fuck, they're right." I get these alerts on my phone, on my watch, and everything. Damn it! They know me better than about your bowel movements. Oh, but I, you know, talking about like weird shit, I started watching. So you remember that old show, Fantasy Island, from the seventies? Oh yeah, with that little tattoo yeah. guy. Yeah, like the plane. The exactly. Plane. Yeah, that was like the he was synonymous with the show. Uh, yeah, that's like the only thing I remember. Me too. From that show. <laughs> I know we were too young for that. Guy. Um, but I remember that. I remember like the commercial, like, and you'd always see him like doing that, the plane, the plane, and that's all. Everyone knew what it was, everyone, but I don't, I never saw the show. And, you know, I read the synopsis is basically like, you know, where people go to the island, some, you know, paradise island and you fulfill your fantasies. And so remember I told, I talked on the last show, I started to subscribe to stars for a few months and they have the movie on there and it has, uh, it's the same type of thing, but this is more of a thriller where the TV show, again, we, I didn't watch it and I don't think you did, right? You just said you didn't, but it just did. Um, this one's more of a thriller. You know, it's it's a fantasy, but it's more of a thriller, which was fine. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's a mindless one. It's not meant to like really keep your like, oh fuck, wait, what happened here? You're like, let me take notes. You know, it was it was one of those that you can be on your phone and still watch at the same time. It's no big deal, and it was it was okay. You know, like the good thing they they had about it is the original guy. I remember on the old Fantasy Island, you know, was Ricardo Montalban. Remember him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Rakan from. From Star Trek Two, can't yeah, cool, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mister Work, yes, on that one it was him, and then this one was Michael Pena. So, I mean, they got it right, man. They got two Mexican guys playing it. That was cool, you know. I was like, all right, there you go, yeah. I yeah, respect keeping, that. Keeping it fresh, keeping yeah, it real, keeping that right. They didn't. There's no tattoo though, you know. I think I think there will only be one tattoo ever. I don't think they want to fuck with that. Um, I don't really care. I'm not a big show. I mean, um, I wasn't a fan of the show and. The movie to me was just a thriller movie. It wasn't anything like, oh my god, they're gonna, you know, it's got to have some type of continuity with the old one. You know, it wasn't. I didn't feel that yeah. way. Um, I, I don't feel like I there was anything they needed to remember you know, the keep old intact. One. What's that? I don't think I don't think most people would remember the old one because like I like we were young. You man. know, I'm, I'm 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 yeah I'm pushing I'm getting closer to fifty than forty and I barely remember yeah. it. So like for them to even do a remake of it now is kind of kind of weird. Well, now they're doing the or now like, they have a TV show. They just redoing one now again. And see, I would I would I could see a TV show remake of it. Yeah, they're doing that because you know then because I mean that's what it originally was, but to make a movie out of it and it, and then when I saw the previews for it, it seemed like they went really dark. They did. It, too. it was a thrill. Like I said, it was a thriller. It was like a. It wasn't like anything, you know, like the TV show. I remember the commercials. I remember like my parents watching it and I didn't watch it, mm-hmm. but I always felt like it was, you know, really tranquil, you know, really beautiful. Yeah. Cause it was, yeah. Cause it was more of a, co- like a comedy drama. Something. Yeah. It was, it was, you know, it was, it was uh adventure, you know, stuff like that. Uh, this one really looked nice. Like the Island they were on, it was fucking like beautiful, like somewhere you'd want to go to, but it turned, you know, it, that was the surface. Right, but beneath mm. it was some it extra shit. Dark. Yeah, it was. Again, it wasn't fantastic. It was fine. I didn't hate it. You know, it was. It was. You know, like I said, it was just a horror thriller movie. You know, it's good for the time of year. You know, ho- you know, we're coming to Halloween and stuff. So maybe that made mm-hmm. it help me. You know, I was more in the mood for it. 
but mm-hmm. it was it wasn't bad. I mean, I have I don't think I watched the new TV series though. What do you think? Are you gonna watch that? Uh, if if it's available on streaming, I'd probably check it out. If they kind of stick with the with the Derek, because I remember the from what I remember about the old show, it was more like a like a there's there's like magic in it, or mm-hmm. like you know there was like a life lessons and life lessons like you you know somebody would like would be mean to somebody or whatever yeah. and they were like oh just help know, them this, see the error of their ways or the way they this, are yeah yeah I gotcha. it was it was stuff like that and and you want to see more of that I don't, but I just, that's why I can see it being a television show, but like a movie. I guess I can understand why they went dark because you know you make a horror movie, you don't have to have any real stars in mm-hmm. it. You just you know, it's just a horror movie. Yeah. So. But yeah, I I I'd probably watch it because I because I, I can't because it would it's so, it almost feels like it would be like a like if they redid it more like a Twilight Zone, mm-hmm. but not as not as dark. Yeah, if it was something like that, I'd probably get into it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I again, like I, I don't know if I watch the TV show. I don't. I don't see a lot of a lot of me wanting to do that, not caring about it or anything. It just doesn't seem that interesting. Like I said, the movie I checked out the movie because sometimes you know I wasn't in the mood to start a new series because you know once you start a series, I like to start series that are like not only one season because if a lot of times mm-hmm. like if I like it and then I find out oh by the way they canceled it. And it's left on the cliffhanger. Oh, yeah, then yeah, I yeah. feel like I like fuck. <laughs> like, oh, shit. I just, yeah, I just wasted time. I, 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 I go with this. Yeah, I had I got invested in it, and then it just ends with nothing, and then I really feel pissed. So I usually wait for shows to be like three or four seasons in before I start watching them. But then mm-hmm. that means I have a commitment, like because then I won't switch between shows. I want to finish it before I jump to another one, so I can you know stay in my mind what's going on. But I didn't feel like doing that. You know, I just finished the show, so I was like, eh, let me watch a movie. You know, I haven't watched a movie for a while. I feel like I've been watching just shows and not movies. And last time I saw that movie, that Monster Hunter, but this one, you know, I was like, ah, let me watch another movie. So it wasn't bad. I I, I recommend checking it out if you have stars. I mean, it's not great. Again, it's not, I'm not saying it's fucking awesome, but it was okay. It wasn't that bad. So you're saying it was the best thing that you ever saw? This month, yes. <laughs> this week <laughs> within the last two days yeah yeah how about you well i saw something that was uh oh i don't even know if i should talk about this movie. talk about it fuck it <laughs> just do it <laughs> let's hear about it what'd you watch okay some alvis movie in my something? defense i i like um oh god you have to do a defense <laughs> fuck <laughs> Jeez. this is gonna be bad it's gonna be like small people porn or something or what? <laughs> no, no. I, in my defense, I, I like, um, I like Clint Eastwood. Okay, he's, I've liked him since you know, like Dirty Harry back in you know the, the old westerns gotcha. that he used to do, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Mm-hmm. And I idolized him. I, I, I loved his movies when he, when I growing up. Okay. Um. So I was like, when this, when I saw this, I was like, oh, let me check this out. It's uh, the movie called Cry Macho. Cry Macho, okay. Oh, that's the new one. Uh, yeah, it's a new one. It's it, like on HBO I never or something. It. It, yeah, it's on. It's on HBO. It. It just came out the, like like a month ago, I think. Okay. I went into it pretty excited, which is probably what I did wrong. Okay. <laughs> no, but I mean, you like Clint Eastwood. I mean, you've idolized him. Yeah, so, so there's nothing yeah. wrong with that. But you know what? I watched it. I didn't realize. I knew he was old, and I was thinking <laughs> oh, more God. like, 
like Gran Turismo kind of old, where he's still, you know, he's still he's old, but he still feels like he can still kick some ass. You know? Oh yeah, okay. If, oh, Gran Turismo. But yeah, Gran Turismo. Okay. Um, but this felt really sad. Like when I watched it, it was just like. It's almost. It felt like the, the director was just like like they set him up in a spot and they just like set him there <laughs> and they like shot around around him and he was just like, okay, we need you to you know face north and talk to this person. <laughs> oh man! So you t- so it felt it, like he was he looked his age. He felt his age. Yeah, he looked his age, and 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 it didn't make any sense because he was so old <laughs> that I don't know why you would send somebody so old to go do the job. Basically. What's it about? He was like this old. He's basically he's this this old time um, radio or uh, rodeo star, and he's kind of washed up, right? So, uh, but he, it doesn't it doesn't look like he can get even get on a horse at this point. See, if he's in his nineties, he's definitely washed up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so this this his boss basically it's really weird. His boss fires him, and then like the next scene, the boss comes in like, "Hey, I need a favor from you." <laughs> And I'm like, why? What? I just then, fired you, but now we, I need you to do a favor for me. Yeah, I need you to do me a big favor. <laughs> okay. And so, and then he basically says to the guy, like, okay, I have a son, and he's in Mexico. I, I had him with this this Mexican lady, and I have all this money. I'm rich. I want to give. I want my son to have my stuff because I'm getting old. So I need you to go down. Pick up my son and bring him back. So he's asking like a ninety-year-old guy to go pick up his son down in Mexico and bring him back. Yeah, yeah. And his and the main and the only reason he was like, well, you know, because I've got a little bit of trouble down there, so I can't I can't go down there. I was gonna say, is he older than than <laughs> than Clint Eastwood? Like, he's is he ninety-nine twice as old or something? As the dad. Yeah. He, the, no, the guy's like he's probably like maybe he's uh it's like forty fifty. No. <laughs> okay. 50s, 60s, maybe 50s. He can't hire anybody else. He can't he's, ask anybody else. He's yeah. He's obviously younger than this person. Okay, and, but the only person he can get to go down there is like a a hundred year old man. <laughs> okay, let's go to Mexico and fight all these banditos. Okay, um, so, but he goes down there right, and when you go down, he finds out. He talks to the mom, which she's kind of a she's like this like pro, I don't know, like prostitute gang leader. The mom <laughs> so, is. Yeah, and um, and it didn't make any sense. And then, like, she tries sleeping with him for some reason. Okay. Like, she's try she tries seducing him. Okay. Because she doesn't want him to take her son. But the kids, so like, I'm thinking the kid's gonna be like like ten. Mm-hmm. But he's almost like he's like sixteen, seventeen years old. So he's a he's kind of a young adult. Yeah, he's like a young adult, and I was like. This like he could have easily made a phone call <laughs> to his son and said, "Hey, I have all this money. I'm dying getting old. Yeah, come back. Why don't you come up here. I'll pay. I'll I'll pay. I'll wire the money. Come on up to America. Yeah, and I'll bequeath uh, this to you as we'll, soon as you know, I'm dead. Yeah, because he goes down there, and the kid's already willing to go. It's not like he had to go like kidnap him or you know. So he didn't have to strong arm her or anything. He just went down. There. The kids like, yeah, I'll go. Yeah. So it wasn't that big of a deal. No, because and the only reason they caused any trouble is because he went down there, which it didn't. The, I, I like I couldn't even finish it. I was so upset. <laughs> I was gonna say I bet you he took out the whole Mexican cartel or something. I don't know because like they were like driving back. They try to drive like uh they do they do this you know they do that thing where like you know like uh, 
like I don't know his last movies where he's like the old white guy that like saves. He's a savior. Brown people. Yeah. Yeah, he's a the the white savior. Uh-huh. They're doing that same thing where he's like, well, "Let me teach you how to be a man, son." Oh God! And he does that whole thing. So they're like they have, they have kind of like a road trip going up, mm-hmm. and which I don't even know why he why he's the one having this road trip because it's not even his kid. <laughs> you know, you would think like it would it would be like the guy's dad would want to do that and have the road trip. Yeah, no so shit. <laughs> So like it didn't make any sense. It, it, like I said, and then like the action was so bad. It's like there's this there's this, there's a scene in there where there's this, this cockfight where he's finding he's looking for the sun, right? Mm-hmm. And so he's this cockfight, and all of a sudden it gets broken breaking up by the by the by the police. Okay. And so everyone starts busting out running, right? Mm-hmm. And all he does, all all Clint Eastwood does, is hide behind a barrel. <laughs> And all of a sudden, like, all the cops are tackling all these people, but nobody, he's just hiding by this barrel, and then nobody, like, touches him or does anything to him. Just let him go. Yeah, they just, like, all of a sudden <laughs> it clears out, and then he just, like, steps from behind the barrel, and he's like, hey, kid, you, you're out there, I know you're there. <laughs> and then the kid pops up. <laughs> oh, shit. And that's how they meet. <laughs> Kids behind another barrel or something? Yeah. Oh. And I was like, what the hell? There's, like... <laughs> It's like they couldn't like be, like he could barely walk <laughs> behind the barrel. <laughs> I thought you were gonna tell and me so like he beat up like all that... the cops or something. You know, like he. No, it's like that. Like nothing really happens this whole movie. Like it's just them bullshit with each other. Oh man! But like in any kind of action scene, it's barely hardly anything goes on. It's like either like it's a single punch or like he just basically moves to the left. <laughs> oh god. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was pretty. I couldn't even finish. So he's beating it, up these like twenty year old guys, Mexican cartel guys, you know, like with one punch and stuff. And uh, is that is that kind of like what it is or something? No, it's not even that much action. Oh. <laughs> it's just so so. It's a life lesson. That's what you're saying. <laughs> Basically, it's one of those. Yeah, like oh. those. Like, hey, let's, let's let's do a car ride together and learn about life. Oh, you know, an old person is going to teach you how to how to be a man. Look, man, I. I, I'm not not to shit on your cornflakes or anything. I I liked Clint when I was a kid, like back in your eighties. I liked Pale Rider and all those movies. You know, I'm I'm not into westerns anymore, so I don't care about those movies anymore. And I think the last mm-hmm. movie I saw of his, uh, 2002 Bloodwork, like where he was like that cop and stuff. And he was old then, you know, he was like early eighties, and yeah. he was old. And again, I know women like him. He's a sexy guy and all that. Women really feel like he's a you know sexy guy, and I know. You know, he was he was early eighties there and I was like, Okay or yeah, and it was just like I, I felt like he was showing his age and I was like, you know what, I don't really wanna see him. I don't feel like he can kick ass anymore. It's not my thing. It'd be like seeing Vin Diesel like eighty years old trying to s- still play Riddick. You know, I just feel like yeah, I just feel like it wouldn't work. And even though I love Vin Diesel, I would really want to support him. I'd be like, you know what? I'm sorry. You know, <laughs> I just can't do this. So, yeah, I can't. I can't. I can't do this. So, I can't do so it. So his last movie, I didn't. I never saw Million Dollar Baby. I know everyone liked that. I love boxing, but I wouldn't watch it because I don't want to deal with it. I didn't watch Grand Torino. I didn't watch American Sniper. I know he directed that one, but I didn't watch The Mule. And this one, I just. I just don't want to – I feel like his time is over, and I think maybe my good memories of him as a kid, you know, being mm-hmm. in those Western movies is why I want to leave it. And Yeah, and, that's why I felt when it – Yeah, like for you, it, you're like, like fuck. Like, it's, it's, it's ruining shit for you, and yeah. I don't want to so do I ended, that. I ended up – yeah, I ended up shutting off shutting it off halfway through the movie. Oh, you and did? And I ended up watching uh, – yeah, I, I ended up watching Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. 
You feel better. You just feel so better like, about yourself after that. Just so I can feel better about <laughs> about life. <laughs> <laughs> all is right in the world now. And then uh, f- I felt a little better after that, and I was like, "All right, all right. He's he's still he's still he's still Clint. He's just not Clint. Yeah, anymore. Yeah, I gotcha. <laughs> not the, not what I remember, but shit. In my head, he's still I still remember him that way. Yeah, but yeah, it was it was pretty sad. Like I I, I wouldn't re- recommend it to anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, yeah, it's what I saw and I, I just watched it cause I, I wanted to see if maybe, I thought maybe he was going to play somebody that would, if it was more age appropriate, you know, like he was just some old guy, mm-hmm. wasn't a badass. Maybe it was just like, he just sat on the porch and just, taught the kid from the, the porch. Yeah. Did, you know, yeah. <laughs> it, something like that. I, I would have got it, but they, they tried to portray him as something he, he wasn't. Yeah. That's and it just kind of made him look made it look more sad because it's more it looked like he was more confused on the set oh man yeah, th- yeah. That, that that doesn't help all the time i know he's like i said i know he's got a you know long list and of accomplishments and things he's done as being a badass but man i mean he's he's older it's 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 harder to pull that off you know but i guess if they're still trying and people are still willing to buy then pff, they'll still do it right <laughs> mm. gotta make that money yeah all right, so we should uh, take a break. When we get back, we'll do uh, Weird and Wild. See you guys in a little bit. All right, thanks for coming back for Weird and Wild. we got this first story here. So a, wo- a woman who was trying to spend more time with her boyfriend is now facing terrorism charges. According to the police in Pittsfield, Maine, bomb threats were made towards Puritan Medical Products on Thursday, forcing evacuation and shutting down manufacturing operations for a whole day. Pittsfield Police Department's Chief Pete Bickmore told local news channel News Center that Caleb Blake of Edna called the Maine State Police twice, claiming she was going to set bombs up there around the facility. She made her oh, shit. yeah, she made her first call around 9 a.m. on Thursday, and then a second call occurred around noon. Of course, it's 2021, so the state police were you know, able to trace the call. So when they questioned her, Kayla Blake later confessed to the calls. She also told them the threats weren't real and there was no bombs in the factory. Okay, that's good, but when they questioned her why she made the call, she explained that she just wants to spend more time with her boyfriend who works at the plant. So... (laughs) (laughs) Well, that sounds logical. Yeah, so she was arrested, taken to Somerset County Jail, and she's been charged with felony uh, terrorizing and and being held on a $1,500 bond. So uh, now she's not spending time with her boyfriend. <laughs> she just fucking got put to jail. You remember, now it's just conjugal visits. You, you remember like in high school, I remember like, you know, back in the early 90s, man. I remember like, I remember like there'd be math tests and like people would call them bomb threats. So that we wouldn't have to go to class. Get out of the test. Everyone would be all on the parking lot bullshitting for like an hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Remember that I shit? Remember, it's like, remember, man, I don't want to. Yeah, f- I think there's like two of them. Yeah, I remember, I remember that there'd shit. Be two, like two bomb threats. Yeah, man, I didn't. I wasn't ready for the test. <laughs> they called it a test. <laughs> <laughs> call it in. Yeah. So, well, this bitch, man, this is like you know, thirty years later, you know, this bitch is. They're gonna trace that shit. I mean, because I remember people would call. Yeah, like, know, she's like people would call from inside the school, you know, and they didn't trace it. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Or like one guy it's called like, well, from seventy nine. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dumb bitch here, man. I guess she she loved her boyfriend so much she'd go to jail for him. It's, it's true love. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> well, I got a story here. So 
Hours after getting out of jail, a man reportedly stole a car from Hueytown. Days later, he broke into a concession stand at a Pleasant Grove Athletic Complex and was found asleep in a pile of snacks and meth, police say. So, uh, Matthew <laughs> Wilson. Well, yeah, I know. Matthew Williamson was released from uh, Jefferson County Jail after being arrested and charged with breaking into a car and stealing property earlier that day. Uh, the police, uh, the Pleasant Grove uh, Department Public Safety reports that less than two hours after his release, Williamson went to a uh, Hugh Town and then stole a car. So he just barely got out and he and he went I and stole the car. Some just, wheels. Yeah, <laughs> after he just finished doing that before. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, then Pleasant, uh, then Pleasant Grove police receives a report of someone breaking into a concession stand at the Pleasant Grove Athletic Complex where many snacks were taken. The next morning, Wilson was found asleep in the complex's uh, press box surrounded with piles of chicken fingers, <laughs> chips, candy, and methamphetamine. I love chicken fingers. <laughs> I love snacks. And he does too. And meth. Yeah, meth. I, no, that's, that's out of my wheelhouse. So I'll stick with the candies <laughs> and chicken. Fuck, man. This guy fucking binged right after getting out, huh? I know. He knows how to live life. I'm, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I mean, maybe he's nothing, nothing wrong with this guy. He sounds like a pretty straight-up, legit guy. So, Yeah, cause, I mean, chicken fingers? Fucking chicken fingers are good. I fucking love chicken fingers, man. You ever go to Buffalo Wild Wings, <laughs> get those wings? Oh, man. <clears throat> love that shit. <sighs> so I got this story here. A customer shopping for a used car discovered a naked woman pleasuring herself in the rear seat of a 2010 Jeep Wrangler parked outside a Florida auto dealership, according to an arrest report. I don't think that's bad. Damn. I think that's all right, you know? <laughs> <clears throat> but I think that's a third story you had where someone. I know, man. I don't know. What, <laughs> I know. It's like an epidemic. I know, man. But it, so, of course, in uh, Florida, police were called Wednesday afternoon to Bob Tyler Toyota in Pensacola after a customer complained to a sales associate about a naked woman in the backseat of one of the vehicles on the sale lot. So when the dealer manager opened the Jeep store, he spotted Alexis King, 37, naked and her legs spread wide open. A receptionist reported that the suspect was pulling at her vagina. A, a third employee <laughs> who called 911 told police that a co-worker called him to to the front lot to get a vehicle that, that a homeless woman was inside pleasuring herself, right? So three people saw this. So <clears throat> it's, it's a wrap. It's real. So after King exited the auto and walked away from the dealership, employees noticed damage to the car's interior, including a broken radio <laughs> and a period stain on the back seat. <laughs> Oh, she messed up that car. A manager estimated. A manager estimated that King caused thirteen hundred dollars in damages to the Jeep. Fuck. Damn. <laughs> Shit, that's a lot. I know. One witness told cops that the that the auto that the car smelled so horrible that it had to go straight to detailing. <laughs> that like dis dis that like dismantle the car. I know. I know, I know. It was like Seinfeld episode. Remember the guy with the B.O.? Oh, the B.O. <laughs> guy. They couldn't they get could, rid of that smell. They could get out. They're like driving with the windows down. Yeah, they couldn't get rid of it detailing. So this woman, I guess, was just as bad. Uh, Damn. I guess it was just with a pussy, though. That's where. <laughs> no wonder she had to do it by herself. So King was charged with burglary, criminal mischief, indecent exposure, and providing police with a false name. She's also being held in Escambia County Jail on a $7,000 bond. So according to the dealership website, the convertible Jeep Wrangler Unlimited Sport, which has logged nearly 84,000 miles, is available for $23,116. So if you're interested, man, there's a go. Oh. Um, 
The thing though, uh, the only thing I'm gonna say to be wary of is you only hear from us from our podcast range, uh, Creeps in the Night, is that um, on the website there's no mention of any recent stains visited upon. In the car's cloth <laughs> seat, so you know you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Be careful well, if you, know you go why there. You're a good deal. <laughs> it's like it, it's a, too good to be true if, it's, if that's what they're selling. Yeah. For. So I got a story. <clears throat> Two men have been arrested after police said they found them with a car boot full of Kentucky Fried Chicken Ooh. and over hundred thousand dollars in cash as they tried to cross the border into Ackland despite New Zealand's new strict COVID-19 lockdowns. So I guess it's really bad over there where they're, they're, they're really locking down on people. Yeah, I think they only had, like, at one point, initially they only had one case in, in Auckland. Oh, no, in, I'm thinking New Zealand. Yeah. Yeah, they only had yeah, one. That's New Zealand, Auckland, yeah. Yeah, they only had one. So it's getting so bad, they shut down everything. So people are, like, uh, are like smuggling fast food into, into like, certain areas. That is bad. So, it's yeah, like bootleg. So remember, like the old. In the yeah. 20s? So the men were arrested after allegedly trying to flee from police near the Auckland uh, border. Mm-hmm. Uh, when their car was searched, police said they found large quantities of KFC as well as cash and a number of empty ounce bags. Dang, man. They are really trying to keep things on lockdown. I mean, they're trying to keep their COVID cases low. So, in doing so, people are, you know, they're bottlenecking everything and fucking now they got to fucking s- smuggle chicken. Damn, <laughs> I love K- we Everyone knows we love KFC, so I can understand oh, that. No, KFC, I, I can, I can understand the, again having to smuggle that stuff mm-hmm. in. I, I'd probably do the same thing. I would too. Fuck yeah! But I mean, I don't know why they're so locked down over there. That's crazy. Again, they want to make sure that things can, can stay low, right? They want, they want to keep. The, yeah, I guess, but they don't really have that many cases. That's what I'm, that's that's part of the reason is they're keeping everybody locked down. Oh, so a lot of people a lot down. there's been not to get political or anything but a lot of people are saying that if if the United States would have followed them, a lot of the countries would have followed them, things would have been different. But they're also saying though comparatively, you know, it's not the same ratio, right? We have like we're like 10 to 1 in people. So mm-hmm. it's it's easier to maintain, you know, a smaller, you know, piece of land versus, you know, the United States which is a lot bigger. Yeah. So yeah, but a lot of people are saying like they they did it right, you know they kept everything everyone separate and they locked everything down and like I said initially for like the first year they only had one case, so they weren't hurting at all. They were hurting like maybe economically, mm-hmm. but but people weren't you know in their hospitals or anything. People weren't getting sick. They weren't getting filled up. So I I I don't know. I mean, I I guess I should say I get why they're doing that. It's just it's tough, right? I mean, we're only doing like we locked shit down here for a while, but it wasn't even that long, and people were already freaking out. So, you know, at least they're yeah. But they didn't really lock it. They didn't really lock it down. Like I know that. that's what I'm saying. They didn't it was, really. It was like a half ass. I, I know that, that, that's what I meant. Is you know they tried down. it right. They tried closing things down, made everyone work from home who could work remotely. They doing that. So they they Auckland just is extreme, and they've. They've, their numbers have shown for it. it. It's 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 worked for them. That's all I gotta say. It's a, it's worked for them. Oh yes, but damn it, the missing chicken. All right, so <laughs> yeah, people are like like uh, bootlegging it now. Yeah, it's like a you get your chicken some way. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna take a break. Uh, we come back. We'll do five minutes of creepy.
And we're back. This is Five Minutes of Creepy, where I tell you a story. So this story's called uh, Crimea River. I had just turned 13, and my parents were pretty strict. I didn't have much of a social life, and I usually pretty well kept to myself. So when I met the new boy Michael at school, I was immediately infatuated with him. I was so shy and such a goody-goody, I knew I'd never be brave enough to talk to him. I could tell he liked me too by the way he watched me as I walked into class. I'd walk past him and pretend I wasn't paying attention to his stares in the hallway, but that didn't stop him from asking me to walk home with him one day. After that, he would walk me home every day. It was my favorite part of the day because my parents didn't allow me to have a smartphone, so it was the only real time I had with him to have a conversation with him alone. We talked about everything. We had so much in common. At that time, it felt like he was my soulmate. We had been talking for a while and wanted to be alone, someplace we can go sit and spend time with each other. That's when we came up with the idea to sneak out of the house on Friday night and meet up at the special place by the river I would go to when the world became overwhelming. We set up a time, and I was excited. I was walking on air for the rest of the week. It was Friday night, and everyone in the house seemed to be asleep. So I gathered my things and crawled out the window. We met up at the old rundown abandoned gas station that we crossed every day, then quickly headed over to my secret place by the river. We talked about our day, and we held hands and joined the sounds of the quiet neighborhood. After a few minutes, I led him to the woodsy area. He was hesitant at first, being it was he was a city boy, and really never been out at night in the woods. He jokingly asked me if I was going to leave him for dead. I told him if he was into that kind of stuff, I could arrange it, and we both laughed. I led him to the old treehouse by the riverbank someone had built a long time ago and forgotten. We climbed up and sat for a minute and gazed at the full moon as we listened to the peaceful sounds of the river. We looked into each other's eyes and it seemed as if the whole world had stopped. My heart felt like it was going to beat out of my chest. We leaned in and kissed and the sparks flew. But our magical moment didn't last very long. All of a sudden we heard this miserable wailing. We looked around to see where it was coming from and couldn't pinpoint the direction. We thought maybe it was some sort of animal at first, maybe a sick wolf howling. When it happened again, it sounded more like a soft cry. It was a woman crying, I thought. That's when Michael pointed to the middle of the river. It was a woman raising up from the water. She was pale and had dark soulless eyes. She was wearing a gray weathered nightgown and appeared to have been under the water for centuries. I thought for a minute that we could swim out and try to save her. When I noticed something was off, she was rising above the water, almost walking on its surface. Michael must have realized that as well. I felt his hand on my shoulder and it pulled me back closer. We both watched as the woman floated over the river as she continuously wailed. The sounds deeply saddened me and gave me a frightening chill as well. It was hypnotic, and I started feeling drawn to her cries. But I became distracted when I noticed that I wasn't the only one affected because, before I knew it, Michael was shuffling towards her in a trance. I tried to grab him, but he was already walking off the ledge of the treehouse and had fallen 15 feet to the ground. When I looked down to see if he was okay, I noticed he had badly damaged his leg, but he didn't seem to feel the pain at all. He raised his head up to look at the lady in the river, and he began crawling to the water not responding to me as I called out to him. I raced down the tree, and when I reached Michael, I realized the lady in the water had seen us. 
She starts floating to us and begins to wail again. She reaches her arm out to us as though she wants to embrace us. I try to shake Michael to his senses, but he won't come out of the trance. He pushes me away and keeps crawling to the river, tears pouring from his eyes. I grab him by the leg and try to pull him back, but I'm not strong enough. He keeps pulling me with him closer to the river. The lady from the river moves towards us as Michael makes it to the edge of the river. He begins to start wailing as well and cries out, Mommy, as he crawls into the river. I watch as she makes it next to him and she wraps him in his arms and pulls him into her chest while they both weep. They submerge into the water. I can hear him crying out, Mommy, as he chokes on the river water seeping into his lungs. His cry is now replaced with the sounds of gargling water. I scream out to Michael hoping I can get him to fight her control but they both disappear into the water. I fall to my knees and I can feel her pain. My body goes cold and my chest begins to hurt. A deep depression comes over me. I can't help but start to shed tears. It gets hard to think and I'm overwhelmed with sadness. I'm so alone, I think to myself. I start crawling to the river because the sounds of the water feel so comforting. If only I can make it to the river, I can feel the pain go away. I just want this uncontrollable dread to stop. I just want my mommy. That makes me think of La Llorona. Remember her? Yep, that's who it was based on. <laughs> oh, was it? Okay, yeah. That was just... Yeah, I was thinking about that. Always um, being scared of the water at night from, you know, stories that we used to hear when we were kids. Oh, yeah. I remember my mom would always tell us, that, like, watch out, the Llorona's going to... We didn't even live by water. I know. <laughs> I know. You, but we you were all scared, scared to go outside. Though, right? And I remember telling my mom that, like, when I got all those, there's no water here. She's like, well, I mean. There's a bathtub. It's like, oh, yeah, there's, there's a river. There's a river, like, down that, that way. And we're like, oh, what? There is? Yeah, <laughs> yeah you don't know the terrain that well. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, you're still a kid. But yeah, you know, you you, you're, know. you're still old enough to, like, realize, well, maybe it's not. Yeah. My mom wouldn't lie to me. Right? <laughs> 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 yeah, that's 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 what I mean. Think of, yeah, that's a good story. That's good. All right, so we're going to take a break, and when we get back, we'll get to our main topic, which is uh, trick-or-treat candy tampering. Mm-hmm. Getting to that time of year. Oh, time yeah. to tamper with the candy. Oh, time. No, <laughs> time to tamper with candy. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys in a little bit. All right, thanks for everyone for coming back. So sticking with us we got this you know like i said it's becoming the time of year you know for me football seasons come out comes around i love it horror movies all that good shit i like that it also means you know scary movies on tv and of mm. course you know i got kids so when they go trick-or-treating daddy gets some candy too you know you get all the good poppy gets candy Fuck yeah i get all the shit they don't like and i like it all so i'm good <laughs> <laughs> i'm good man but there's been, you know, times in the past in history where, you know, people have tampered with the candy, you know, whether they're just trying to hurt kids, kill them. Fuck, who knows, man? Just, but we'll talk about some of the people that have done that or, you know, instances because we don't know everyone. But this first one was, um, well, Milk Duds. You like Milk Duds, right? I love Milk chocolate. Duds. I think they're one of my favorites. Yeah, chocolate and caramel. Mm-mm-mm. So, you know, usually milk does are bad. For me, they always get stuck on my teeth, right? I always get stuck. I yeah. hated that shit, but I liked them. You know, I'm a glutton for chocolate punishment, but. <laughs> chocolate punishment. Yeah. <laughs> but back in 2014, the mother from Ohio discovered bullets in her four-year-old son's boxes of milk duds. 
<laughs> bullets? Yeah, bullets. And her son's only four years old, so her son's in preschool, right? So this was at this was at her preschool, you know, where they exchange candy mm-hmm. at a trick or treating event. There, you know, it's supposed to be safe, right? Shit like that's supposed to be safe, but and in his milk duds, there were three there were three rounds of twenty two caliber bullets in his milk dud box. So, um, so were they inside the candy, or they're just in the in box? the box that the milk duds had been replaced with the bullets. <laughs> oh, wow. so you know like milk duds you know how they kind of like rattle and stuff and as a kid you know you yeah. might rattle them you don't really know the difference right I, mm-hmm. I really don't know what it sounds like to rattle like 22 caliber bullets in a milk dud box but you know <laughs> the kid opened them and was like oh mommy you know so uh, the school didn't know it and have anything to say about it right they don't know who did it you know and the thing is they, you know they probably went you couldn't blame them completely because um since it was a you know as a school event, different kids you know their parents brought in candy right. It wasn't just the school who provided it. It wasn't like a an administrator or anything. It was it could have been another parent who had done this, um, which means that you know somebody wanted to either play a sick prank or send a scary message you know to the kid. But um, whatever it was, man, it's, you know it wasn't a mistake. Somebody did this on purpose. You know somebody put fucking bullets in there. There's no reason for that, and. Uh, they definitely weren't milk duds. I'll tell you that because um, that would that would be shitty. Uh, luckily, nobody got hurt. Again, this wasn't one where somebody got you know hurt or died or anything like that or suffered. But it's still a little you know a little disheartening. You know, you might get that in your in your in your candy, um, your kids' candy, and you're like, what the fuck? So be careful. Be careful for daddy too, because daddy wants to eat that candy. <laughs> We can use a twenty-two. I can, yeah, I know, I guess. But three bullets would just be a tease for me. Like that's it, just three bullets. If I can go back and get some more, you know. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, because they're like hard to buy right now. Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's like gold, damn it, it's gold. Somebody was, somebody was being really nice. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> so this one here, um, William V. Shine. He was a quiet man. He was a dentist from Fremont, California. He, he stuck to himself. But back on 1959 on Halloween, he handed out 450 pieces of candy to trick-or-treaters that happened to be heart-shaped candy-coated laxatives. <laughs> so this guy, this guy, oh, man. yeah. Now, it's not really clear why he did this, you know, but if he was trying to make kids sick, he succeeded, right? So 30 kids got sick from him. So they were able, the parents were able to trace the candy back to William Shine, you know, himself. And so when Shine found out that the cops were looking for him, he bailed. He fucking skipped town. So one of his good friend, Hazel Engelby, who was there at his house handing out the candy with him, got arrested. So she, you know, she admitted it and stuff like that. So he eventually, 12 days later, he turned himself in. And he was charged with unlawful dispensing of drugs and outrage to public decency. But... This is a weird thing. I don't know why, but the court ended up dropping the drug dispensing charges and just let him off the hook. So he mm. he well, he spent he faced a five hundred dollar fine and he spent six months behind bars. So I mean, I, I guess not completely off the hook, but they dropped those other charges. So he he would have probably got years. But um, a few years later, he got arrested for insurance fraud and spent two months in county jail. And he passed away in two thousand seven. But you know, he he left his mark on the town. You know they. Everyone was always forever scared about that, right? Because, you know, usually when you get candy like that, you, it's supposed to be safe. You know, you're not supposed to have to worry about getting sick. So, the damage was done. Um, he was a shithead. 
and that's all there is yeah, to it. Yeah, it seems like a... And he was a dentist? <clears throat> he was a dentist, yeah. Ugh. I wonder, I wonder if he thought it was funny. Like Maybe he was, was sick of these kids. Maybe he's like, fucking kids, man. <laughs> they eat candy. He's they like, fuck up their mouths. I tell him not I know. To. He's like, like, I keep telling you, brush your teeth. And don't, he's, stop eating this fucking candy. Yeah. And it's the only way I'm going to get you exactly. to stop. Exactly, yeah. Laxative. Yeah, I'm going to make you sick from it, so you won't want to eat it. You know what it is? Like, usually you get sick from something, like overindulge in something, and you throw up. You're like, all right, I'm not doing that. Don't eat, you know, usually people – I ate Salisbury steak as a kid when I was, like, eight years old. I used to love Salisbury steak. And I remember one time I threw up from it, and I've never eaten it since. You can't eat it again. No, yeah. I, I don't. I don't want it again. <clears throat> but, I mean, it's not true with everything, right? People do that with alcohol all the time. So, <laughs> Yeah, that's true. I don't know. I don't know what he's trying to do, but he did the wrong, he sent the wrong message. That's all I got to say. So this is, a, this is one that was a little inadvertent inadvertent with what happened but it was about snickers so we all like snickers i like snickers i don't know if you do but i do that's one of my that's another one of my favorites yes. anything with like chocolate Pe- and, uh, peanuts man i like the peanuts, peanuts and it, yeah. peanut butter I'm, I'm all in so thankfully now you know all states have you know have been being pretty lax in legalizing marijuana but before that you know people had to resort to clever ways of transferring drugs from dealer to user so we've we've talked about stories in the past how people have done cocaine like in vegetables or in, in fruits you know they look like that but mm-hmm. you know they they have to think of the drug dealers have to give think of clever ways to get their shit around. Well, this whoever this was this dealer from Hercules, California thought of a perfect plan. You transport them in Snickers candy bar wrappers, right? So good idea. The only bad thing was that um, as he was he attempted to sit to send these through you know the post office through packaging and it was mm-hmm. a total of five ounces and he but the problem is that the address and postage was wrong so the plan basically backfired right the shit got stuck right there at the <laughs> office if you just send drugs make sure you send them to the right place. i know and, and play the po- pay the postage man it's it's probably not that expensive for that i know he's all trying to cut corners yeah exactly i know <laughs> He's already fucking pinching the weed, and now he's trying to not even pay the full price to send it. But you know, you know, edibles. People like edibles. The problem was though that, um, like I said, since the address was incorrect, and they had the bag of of Snickers, you know, just left there stranded in the post office. So they're like, you know what? Nobody's, you know, come to claim this. It's been like days. Let's just fucking one of the employees there's like, it's it's Halloween. Let's just hand this shit out. So. So they, hand, oh, shit. so they handed it out. <laughs> now, um, four of the Snickers bars ended up in someone's trick-or-treat bag. And by the, when the cops got to the to the candy bars, you know, because somebody called them. Because when they opened one up, they found, you know, the buds wrapped tightly in the plastic bag. But the cops said that the Snickers bags were resealed, like, like almost perfectly. That anybody could have mistaken this for candy, right? It didn't look like it had been tampered with. So, like I said, one of the kids opened it up. It's like, oh, my God, it's weed. You know, so like I said, cops called, checked the rest. They found four more. They were all perfectly done. So, um, I'm pretty sure it didn't smell like chocolate. But, you know, they, they didn't charge the the postal worker, you know, as being a drug dealer or anything. Because it looked like it was a mistake. He It was a package. It was supposed to be delivered. But it got fucked up. And he sent it out to some kids. I'm... Again, if these kids were like fifteen or sixteen, they, you know, it would have been fucking gold for them. You know, <laughs> I know they're gonna hit the chalk pad. Yeah, but you know, that was an unintentional one. But luckily, again, nobody got hurt. We will get to some bad ones and, and soon, but um, I don't think weed. To me, weed's not bad, so I don't think that would have been bad. But for little kids, it would have been bad. 
So thankfully nobody got hurt. Um, another Halloween uh, candy story occurred in 2014. So a young boy from Spokane, Washington, found a rusty nail in his Halloween candy while he was eating it. So he, Ew. yeah, he bit down on the nail and it poked his cheek. That sucks. Man. <laughs> that's that's not good. So thankfully he wasn't seriously injured, but he and he didn't get tetanus. You know, he had to go get checked. He didn't get tetanus. Um, but since then, he's been pretty much terrified of biting on candy. So this kid may have stopped eating candy. So <laughs> he might be a, a <laughs> personal trainer or some shit, I'm thinking, because uh, he was scared from then on to eat candy. But um, the the mother also said that the, she checked his candy, you know, his stash, and they found other pieces of metal in his, in his candy bars and stuff, like nails, staples, and, like, what looked like watch parts <laughs> in his chocolates. <laughs> Can you believe that shit? Man, I wonder who would do that. I'm telling fuck. you, man. Some people are fucked up. Didn't, didn't find out who. No, didn't they didn't know who it was. It was just you know the kid went to like probably a hundred houses that night. They don't know who it was. Yeah, mm. that's that's shitty though. You know, you you fuck up a kid for the rest of his life. So this next one there, you know, said we all know trick or treater and it's it's for you know kids usually like. I don't know about you. I don't get trick-or-treaters at my house, but, you know, I don't know about you. If if you see big kids coming in, will it irritate you who are trying to get candy? I don't know. Not really. As long as they're, you know, they're dressed Yeah, up. exactly. They're just not walking around like they're in their normal clothes. Yeah, they come with, like, t-shirt. And yeah. Like, ah, trick-or-treat. Like, what? Yeah. The fuck does he even dress up? Yeah. So, some people don't like that. Some people take great offense to that. No. You know, because they feel like they're taking, you know, they're too old for it or they're taking away from the younger kids, whatever it may be. Um, but this one person here, Helen File, didn't like it. So Helen File been passing out candy to young kids on trick or, you know, on Halloween all day. But she started seeing some kids who were a little too old to be trick-or-treating, you know, some 14 to 16-year-olds. So she decided to, what she called later, a play a, quote, practical joke on them. Okay, so... She took a dog biscuit, some steel wool, and an ant trap poison, like ant buttons, and she wrapped them like a candy bar and handed them out to a total of 12 teenagers. That's what she did. So remember, it's dog biscuit, steel wool, and ant ant trap poison. Jeez. Yeah. So five of the candies were discovered that night. And when the, she got confronted by the police, she swore she meant it as a joke, and she explained that there was supposed to be nothing malicious about the prank. Okay. But the judge had her admitted to a hospital for a psychological examination. You know, he states that he didn't understand how someone with reason could poison children as a joke. I get that. That makes sense to me. Like, if you find that to be funny, you know, I, I understand in your mind how some things may, be, some things may seem funny, but man, there could be grave consequences for that. Because if, if the kid died, yeah, you, oh, it was yeah po- you don't mess around with like with poison. poison yeah, people like that. That's that's just that's not funny at no, all. No, no, no. You know, you don't try and poison people. That's not cool. So, that comes to our last story here. Dr. Shine. So, this guy's who started the laced Halloween trend. And he made trick-or-treating, the story of it, to be a little bit terrifying. So, October 31st, 1974, Ronald O'Brien tragically gave his five children pixie sticks with laced cyanide. Ronald's eight-year-old son, Timothy, was the only one to consume the poison Halloween candy. Timothy died really soon after he ate it. No one had saw Ronald lace the candy, but when the investigators, you know, recently 
saw that he took out a life insurance policy on his kids, you know, they made the connection. And they found him guilty of murder. So he got the death penalty via lethal injection. He was ex- executed, you know, nine years later. So this guy basically oh, killed his son yeah. to get the fucking money. So he did this to his own children? Yes. This oh guy, yeah, he, he trick-or-treat, you know, all the kids, yeah, come around and trick-or-treat. And he gave the pixie sticks to his kids, and one of them died. And he had, like I said, he took out policies on them, life insurance policies. So when they died, he'd get the money. So, yeah, he, like I said, Dr. Shine, was, you know, he, when he laced in the candy, he might have learned it from this guy, Ronald O'Brien, because, yeah, man, killed your own fucking kid for the money. Via, you know, just a sweet way to do it, right? Let him fucking enjoy his last life eating candy. What a fucking asshole. Man. But that's why they always say, you know, I remember when we were kids, <clears throat> sometimes our parents would be like, yeah, you got to be careful, you know, kind of look at your stuff. Remember when we were kids, they talk about, oh, somebody found a razor in their apple or... Yeah, I used to think that was, like, kind of dumb. Yeah. Like, I never believed that Patone would do that when I was, but... You never think that, right? It seems so stupid. Why would anybody do that, you know? But, God, you got these fucked up people that do do this shit. And it just, you know, it makes it hard to, you know, to just, you know, breathe easy. But, yeah, some people will just... Well, I I remember they they used to do, like, the the Halloween carnivals. Yeah, I remember we used to love those, remember? Yeah, they would have, like, a haunted house. Yeah, that was great. Games and stuff. That's, that way you didn't have to, you know... You didn't go to anybody's houses. Going was, trick-or-treating. Yeah. But, you know, you can go and it was like the school would put it on. Yeah. You can go and they would have candy there and you can get tickets. Yeah, you can win things. You can win, like, prizes and there'd be, like, cakewalks and shit like that. It'd be all kinds of good things. No, it was it was <clears> fun. <throat> I remember doing that. You and I, I remember we'd go to those things and we'd get all yeah, the stash. I love that. Yeah. You'd dress up and you'd go... Yeah. It was it was a fun time. And you know what? I Now that you think about it, maybe they were doing shit like that to keep us off the streets. That's why they were doing it, because they, I think they started it because of the, that, the razor blade thing. Oh, you think so? I, I really don't yeah, know. Yeah, because I, I, I remember that's, that's kind of why they started, because ah. they didn't want people going to the houses, and, and, you know, they're afraid that someone's going to give them, you know. Yeah, lace their stuff. Poison candy, or, yeah, lace them, because it was like a big scare at the time. I remember hearing about it, but I just, like you, I remember thinking, nah, who would do that? Like, like, you know, that sounds too ridiculous, and. Oh God! I guess you you underestimate people until it's too late, right? Yep, everyone's a piece of shit. <laughs> Lesson learned. Fucking everyone sucks. Lesson learned. <laughs> everyone sucks, but us. Everyone sucks. Even you suck. Everybody. Yeah, sucks. we all suck. <laughs> so. All right, you added me. <laughs> all right. <laughs> I figured you out. So yeah. I figured you out. Well, all right. Well, I think that's enough for the internet for tonight. Thanks everyone for getting creepy with us, and thank you for listening. And if the world doesn't end by then, we'll see you next episode. Night. Bye, everyone.